have everyone's attention for just, for, uh, I'll start to say for just a moment, but that'd be a lie. I'm going to take it for a little while. Thank you so much uh, for being here uh, tonight. We've got some very exciting and very important things to talk about as a church um, family. But there is one item of business um, that, uh, that we need to take care of. I thought, you know, since we're going to have uh, a good bit of the membership here tonight, uh, we are in that process. Uh, many of you made nominations um, for the nominating committee. The nominating committee is that group of people comprised of myself and four other people, two who are elected by the, uh, the, the membership and then two who are appointed by the elders um, to serve as, a, again, a nominating committee to nominate a slate of candidates to the membership for church offices, um, elder, deacon, Alliance men's president, Alliance women's president, you didn't even know we had those, uh, treasurer, secretary, things like that. And so um, thank you for those of you. We did have a number of people who um, uh, made nominations to the nominating committee, and I'm going to ask the elders. They have the ballots. Um, Actually, uh, in just a moment, I'm going to ask them uh, to distribute those to members. And so in a moment, if if you're a member, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand, and, and you'll get that. You can just fold it one time. Please don't fold it several times. Just fold it one time uh, and then hand it down to the end of the aisle or something and we'll, and, and we'll collect those. But before we do anything, we need to start right. Uh, the elders met at 5 o'clock uh, to do that very thing, uh, to seek the Lord um, as we gather to talk uh, about some important matters. And so let's do that together as a church family. Father, we come into your presence uh, again uh, today. Thank you that we can. Thank you that you are Father and we are your children and that you invite us into relationship and you take pleasure in our seeking you. And and, and we can trust that you not only will hear us, but you will answer because you have our best interest in mind, which in turn redounds to your glory. And that's what we want to be about tonight. Even as Glenn prayed this morning, we want... We want Christ to take front and center. So, so would you, by your spirit, would you do that now? With everything that is said, give us a spirit of unity. In the midst of discussion, give us a spirit of unity in the bond of peace. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. All right, if you are... Uh, uh, one other uh, quick housekeeping announcement. Uh, the... Uh, Alliance College Connection. The, the college ministry is going to be meeting uh, tonight, but not until they're college students. They're barely awake right now. Um, they're going to be meeting at 745, but the worship team does get here. They're here now getting ready for the college ministry to arrive. So if you need to use the restroom, I would uh, suggest that you use the ones upstairs. Just go up to the top of the stairs, the end of the hallway uh, there, the end of kids' own hallway, and use the restroom. You can go to these um, but you'd have to go outside and go, because otherwise you'd be walking right through their stage. Uh, you'd have to go outside and go through the commons. They don't care, but it's probably a little easier to go upstairs. And so if you need to do that. So if you are uh, here uh, this evening and are a member, would you mind raising your hand? And elders, uh, would you um, please distribute those um, cards? These are, uh, yes. Pins are in the seat back in front of you, hopefully. If not, 
steal one from your neighbor. Does it say on there to select two? Uh, okay. You don't have to put your name on it or anything. This is an anonymous. Um, you just have to be a member. While you're filling those out, I would say if you're not a member and would like to become one, Doug will be meeting with folks after the, uh, our gathering tonight. <laughs> We'd love to have you join us. All right, again, you, you, you can fill those out now, fold them. I tell you what, we'll just collect them uh, maybe at the end or... Uh, you're going to take them now? You want to do that for me? Okay. If you want to pass them to the end, if you want time to think about it, you can always hand that in at the end. But if you'll just hand it down to the end of your row, then the elders will collect those. Thank you, guys. I don't, I don't want to hurry. This is an important decision, but if you can do that, that would be great. The elders instructed me to be done by no later than 7.30. Um, just so you can, and, and, and a lot, some of this is going to be discussion after I make my little presentation. And so I think our time will go quickly. Uh, but we've already taken 10 minutes of my time. <laughs> All right, while you're finishing that up, I'm going to have... Dean do his thing. What I like about Alliance is the people here and the friendships that we've made and the great Bible teaching uh, that we have. I just love being with everybody and having fellowship with them. We can just feel the love when we come here. People care about us, they ask about us, they pray for us. We've seen it grow exponentially in the last six or seven years. It's unbelievable how many people are coming here. Everyone here has been really motivating to me to keep my relationship with Christ growing. We felt like we were at home the first day we walked into it. And we just feel that God's put us here and blessed us by it. We know that we can always worship. The worship is good. The teaching is always sound and good, encouraging, strengthening. Christ is here, and you can sense it. You can see it in people's lives and see it in people's hearts. The potential is still very great for Alliance Bible Fellowship for growth and for developing people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. We are called. We are called. 
We are called. We are called by the grace of God. Called. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. We are called by the grace of God for the glory of God. For the glory of God. For the glory of God. To become and multiply. To become and multiply. Fully devoted. Fully devoted. Fully devoted. Fully devoted. Followers. Followers. Followers of Jesus Christ. Our mission at Alliance Bible Fellowship is simply this, to lead people to a meaningful relationship with Jesus Christ. He has always been the center of our church. The Bible teaches us that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and the only way to the Father. During the weeks and months ahead, our church will be entering into a new phase. We have grown to the point where we need to add to our existing campus. This will be our opportunity to keep sharing the love of Christ with even more people in our community. Alliance Bible Fellowship is a place for believers. It is a place to grow. It is not our desire to build a monument to the greatness of our efforts. It is, however, our desire to simply keep growing for God's glory. Since 1978, Alliance Bible Fellowship has been growing. From a handful of believers at a Bible study, to a local hotel and then a renovated bus station, to our current campus. For over 30 years, there has been clear growth. Every service, every ministry, every person growing for God's glory. I've been coming to Alliance since uh, the late 1970s. We enjoy the family fellowship that we have here at Alliance. Well, as a former pastor, there have been a lot of changes in the church. Obviously, its size, it has grown unbelievably. When it started, there were 35 uh, faithful people who had been gathering. The Bible teaching and the missions emphasis attracted people, and that group just uh, sort of grew as uh, the years went by. We started out uh, uh, 11 years ago in our retirement, coming to that little uh, bus stop, and we've grown with the church. Coming from Africa after 38 years, it was wonderful to find our home. I'm very excited now that we finally have a definite plan and it's going ahead and I'm very, uh, very thankful that God has put us at this place. In Boone, where there's half the county is unchurched, I think we have a huge potential and, uh, and excited about the new building campaign and, and being able to have some more space for, uh, for classrooms and teaching and things like that. I think a new building would make it easier to move around, move around you know, um, as we come in and leave. Uh, we have a little daughter who likes to run around and there's not always a lot of room. We definitely need it. It's, it's just amazing how we've already grown out of this one. And I think it's important to have an outreach, a greater outreach to the community and to have nice space for your um, kids and your adults um, to meet and grow in. And um, can't grow and reach the community without bigger church. <laughs> Just looking forward to the future and uh, knowing what God can do here as we expand and grow and seeing the new things uh, going on in the building. I think it's an exciting time for our future. So this is it. I am standing where our new worship center will be located. We don't have to go far to find land to build. Let me show you around. As we expand our current campus, our main goal will be to build a new worship center. We will utilize our current space southwest of the existing gym to accommodate the new 1,000-seat auditorium. The new foyer will provide ample room for service transitions 
and the new child care center, Awale Oasis, will nearly double in size and be conveniently located for our families. The worship center will be dedicated to God's glory and will allow room for our growing ABF family to worship. Other ministries will also increase in size. KidZone will have room to grow as well as our Christian education classes. And as we build on the existing upper parking lot, new additional parking and drop-off locations are planned to accommodate increased traffic. It's time for this fellowship of people here to actually say in a tangible way, you know, God's blessing us and we need to grow and we need to reach out and this is a tangible way that we can do it. God wants his banquet table to be full. We're full already. There's a whole lot of people out there that we don't have room for them. And uh, it would be great to have room for more people because God cares about people. This is about reaching people for the kingdom of God. In Watauga County, one of two people do not have a church home. We have many more people to reach, even in our own backyard. As a church family, we need to pray. Pray for God's best as we build together. Pray about your part of this growth, your support of this exciting new adventure. We need to participate. As we share and unfold this vision, your participation is crucial to its success and we need to prioritize. Listen, responding to God's call to build will not be easy. What will you give up to accomplish this goal? Make a faith pledge. Believe God's word that he will provide, and he will. Let's grow for God's glory. to begin uh, tonight with that video, which was prepared uh, actually almost four years ago, because what we said then is still true today. Uh, we while we've grown such that we desperately need more space, it is still true that one in two people in Watauga County don't have a church and need to be reached with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let me let me briefly remind you of the rationale behind our decision to embark on a building program. Some of you remember uh, when we moved to this location in 2011 with about 400 people. Over the next um, few years, we experienced some rather significant um, growth, which required us to go to two and then three um, worship services each Sunday. Additionally, we outgrew meeting space. We had to build um, the youth rooms, which allowed our children's ministry to then expand and, you know, kind of take over the building. Uh, the children's ministry has actually continued to grow. Classrooms are full. I encourage you to visit Awali Oasis, Kids Zone, and Awana on Wednesday evenings. It's frankly all a bit crazy. Our, our youth cram almost 100. Where, where's Scott? A hundred students per week uh, in uh, the rather constricted space upstairs uh, each Sunday evening and, and Wednesday evening, Sunday morning. I actually went up there just a few minutes ago as they were finishing um, up. I'm glad I'm not there on Sunday evenings. And you should know that our new plan does not even address that issue. We currently have almost no room for adult Sunday school classes, which we've never really had. So much 
so during all of this time of, of growth, the elders were prayerfully considering what we should do to accommodate God's continued blessing uh, on his church. We looked at actually several different options. We looked at planning a daughter church, uh, at relocating at multi-site, and building on our current um, location and, and, and maximizing it. Um, after much prayerful discussion, we felt God was leading us to the, to the last option to expand on our current site. And so we did some things. We first um, bought some land adjacent to us, um, as well as, as did some necessary improvements uh, to our existing building and, and land. Then in the fall of 2008, right about the time the economy tanked, um, three and a half years ago, we launched into our Growing for God's Glory campaign. During that campaign, um, again, three and a half years ago through about six months ago, the church family committed to give over $6 million to allow us to build. This um, construction was to include new parking, uh, the building that you see there, a 1,000-seat auditorium, um, uh, new early childhood space, and, and then again, new adult education space. That was actually added later in the plan. The builder said, you know, you got all this space upstairs. And we said, we need it. And so we added some adult ed space upstairs. We actually are planning to have room for adult Sunday school classes. That's awesome. Right now, our classes, adult classes, have to meet at less than opportune times on Wednesday evening, and the building is packed on Wednesday evenings. Now, let me address some of that for a moment. As wonderful as our worship services are, great worship, I mean, just unbelievable preaching. Um, as v- <laughs> that wasn't in my notes. Um, <laughs> And now I can't see my notes. <laughs> you know, when, whenever Dean is in the sound booth, it's a, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. As important as our worship gatherings are, as vital as small groups are, We strongly believe, I want you to know that I strongly believe that we need community groups, something larger than small groups, but something smaller than the whole group. What we need are Sunday school classes where community can happen in ways that, frankly, it's unable to happen right now. Uh, Many of you, um, as a result of our campaign, have faithfully given over the past um, uh, three and a half years, both meeting and in some cases exceeding commitments. We're very thankful for that. Based on your giving and those um, commitments, we then embarked on the program, began to build. Among other things, uh, with the $2 million uh, given through that three years, we completed architectural plans, uh, we uh, performed site renovations, we expanded our parking to its current 450 paved parking spaces. And those of you ladies who used to park in the gravel in the back, now would be an appropriate time to say hallelujah. <laughs> About two years ago, uh, uh, two years ago, our building firm, um, J.H. Batten, uh, um, strongly urged us to buy steel and erect the structure out front. I, I told you about this. They had been rightly informed that the steel was increasing 10%, and so to buy the steel would save us $70,000. And that did prove, there were some questions about that, that did prove to be true. 
This was no small discussion for us as elders because at this point we were only spending the money as it came in. But trusting the commitments, we gave the okay, secured a construction loan, and spent about three-quarters of a million dollars um, on that structure. Unfortunately, due to the downturn in the economy, the reduced ability of, of um, some of our people to give and, and, and moves, some business developments that were not re, uh, materialized, we did not receive all of those commitments. Truth is, I shared this with you, about $4 million short. That left us with that construction loan that we have been paying down on. It's currently $696,000 from three-quarters of a million. Um, but we, we still have that um, loan. This is the challenge before us. Again, I want to take the opportunity to thank you from the very bottom of my heart for your faithful giving to, to this project. I want you to know that it, it, it was and remains. We showed, that's why we showed the video again. Remains a great need for us. And we praise God for what he has allowed us to do to this point. And it was at the end of that three-year campaign that we decided then, with, with that challenge that we still had, to break the remaining need to manageable chunks. You remember that light pull analogy. When, when you're on that long run, you approach a big hill. If you just look at that, at that massive hill, hill, it can seem a bit daunting. You break it up. If I can just make it to that first light pull, then the next one before you know it, uh, you're at the top. Um, of the hill. So, uh, as this large mountain of, a, of $4 million um, seemed a bit daunting, we decided to break it up over the next few years. In addition to seeming less daunting, w we felt like that we would then be, begin to see construction happening out front, which is what you've seen over the last um, couple of months. Very encouraging. Um, I presented to you that step one of the plan was to raise about a million dollars in 2012. Steps two and three were to raise about 1.5 million each successive year over the next two or three years. Our hope was to complete the building by about 2015, give or take. We thought, I mean, you know, we thought it was a good plan, but in hindsight, it was probably a bit aggressive. We conducted a mini campaign in December and the first couple of months of this year. And, and through that, I want you to hear this, we were able to raise in cash and commitments about $300,000. We are very thankful for that. To date, counting December through last Sunday, not even counting this, this morning, we have received about a quarter of a million dollars, $250,000. So the work that you see being done in front is paid for. I want to be clear, we have incurred no further debt at this point because we wanted to hear from you first. We want to hear from you. I, I, let me just elaborate on that uh, in a, a number of ways. Uh, at the end of each row, hopefully, um, you'll see some, uh, some, some cards. Some people will not feel comfortable. Uh, it's just some blank cards. Some people won't feel comfortable um, uh, voicing a question or a concern publicly. So that's why those cards are there. We encourage you to grab one, fill it out, pass it to the front, one of the elders will get it, and, uh, and somehow, I guess, get those questions to me. Um, you will also notice that there are uh, uh, microphones um, at, at the front. When I finish my presentation, I've got a few more minutes to go, um, those microphones are for you to share your thoughts with us. Um, uh, the elders are here. In fact, I'm going to, at, 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 this, at this point, 
Um, would the elders who are able to be here um, this evening, would you mind standing up? I, I, I'm not sure that everybody always knows who these gentlemen are. Can, can I tell you that these guys serve this body very, very faithfully, and I am very, I am very thankful for you. You'll ask some questions, and, um, and, and then uh, we will hope um, to answer them. Third, after our um, kind of formal time um, this evening, those elders will stick around uh, for you to answer any questions that you might have. And fourth, if, if those different opportunities are, are, aren't helpful, if you have a small gathering, like a small group, and you want to invite one of these elders uh, to come and address um, the group, we would be delighted to do so. Now, we realized as we ran through that little mini campaign where we raised in commitments $300,000, we realized that at that rate, with escalating building costs, that it would take in excess of a dozen years to finish this project. Add to that the um, unfinished building out front which is exposed to the elements, not to mention the, our testimony in the community, and add to that um, the potential for changing building codes, we feel like that immediate action is in order. So we went back to the drawing board. We, 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 we talked first to our builders. We asked them, what can we do to finish this building with, with kind of a stripped-down model? Not that it was extravagant by any means, um, but they came up with some good numbers, leaving out things like what you see being built out front, by the way, that, that uh, block structure, that's actually the elevator shaft that will have no elevator because we've stripped that out. We've stripped out um, covered um, uh, 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 walkways. Uh, we've even talked about not having floor covering to begin with. We frankly asked them, can we do some of the work? And they said yes, but that is yet to be determined. But uh, we've got a body of people who would be eager um, to do the work. We, we asked them, give us a plan that would cut back on some numbers, and, and they did that. In the, in the process of our discussions, we also came up with another thought. We asked the question, what is our most pressing need right now as a church? Is it, I mean, parking was a huge need. We, we've taken care of that. But is it worship space or is it educational space? Well, that, that was actually a no-brainer for us. We all agreed it was the latter. We agreed it was educational space. So we asked our builders, would it be possible to finish the educational space, which is our greatest current need, to include the, that foyer that would be a large meeting area and leave the worship center unfinished till later. Is that possible? They said, we think so. Although, I need to let you know that we are currently working with the town of Boone on that idea. We've got to answer some, some questions for them. It is likely we just have some hoops to jump through, but, but it is likely to, to be approved. After talking to our builders, we then talked to our bankers. In providing them our financial information, they suggested that we would be able to borrow some money. Again, we have some small hurdles to overcome. We're working on that. We should be able to borrow 
what we're going to recommend um, this evening. Now, at this point, some of you are thinking, wait a borrow? I-, I thought we were going to try and do this as debt-free as possible. And you would be right. I- I, you-, you know that I write down everything that I say. And I, we have committed to doing this as debt-free as possible and have been committed to not incurring more debt than we can manage as a church family. I want you to know that has not changed. Some of you may be um, uh, thinking, now, now wait just a minute. What would Dave Ramsey say? And we think that's a good question. And while we did not call him... We went to the next best thing, Jim Loescheider, <laughs> who looks like Dave Ramsey. <laughs> and he talks and thinks like Dave Ramsey. And so while he was unable, he's actually in, in Colorado uh, this evening, he was not able to be here, but he recorded a little message for us, because we want to answer briefly this question on what about incurring mortgage debt. Well, I'm Jim Loescheider, and I serve on the Board of Elders at Alliance Bible Fellowship. And some questions have come uh, regarding what's Alliance's position on debt? How do we feel about it? Uh, How do we feel about financing this building project? And so I'm here just to bring some clarity into that, uh, knowing that some of you might be wondering those very same questions. Uh, The Bible has some pretty specific things to say, and there's some pretty... uh, good principles in Scripture uh, about borrowing and paying back and completing your vows and and all of that. And so what we've tried to do as a board of elders is to look at that similarly to how we look at it in our personal lives. We're not dealing with borrowing to consume something. Uh, We're looking at it as an investment, uh, similar to how we invest in a home. Uh, Many of us can't afford uh, to buy a home for cash, Uh, but the key question is, can what what size home can we afford and how much can we handle on a regular basis uh, in our budgets? And so that's how we've approached this uh, opportunity to build a bigger home for our church body, to have a bigger impact uh, with the gospel on this community. So we're attempting to be very responsible uh, we've already, over the last uh, 10 years, been very careful to pay down the debt that we have, and that's our ultimate goal, is to be totally debt-free. But in the interim, we also want to leverage the opportunity that exists for right now and do that in a very responsible way. So that's how we're approaching um, the issue of how much money can be raised so we can pay cash while balancing that off with what's logical, what's reasonable, what's good stewardship look like for what we might borrow uh, to further the project or actually to complete it. So I think we can rest in that, uh, that God is at work through that whole process as long as we remember to be responsible stewards and not to do something that would overburden us as a congregation, just like it would in a family situation. So I hope that encourages you and gives you a sense of uh, the elders are being responsible uh, with the money that God has entrusted to us 
as a body of believers who truly want to have a kingdom impact in this community, uh, in our nation, and literally around the world. Thank you. Did I mention that we had the second string in the, in the sound booth? <laughs> and about the only thing he knows how to work is turning the lights off on me. <laughs> videotaped and Jim did look really really good um, <laughs> but you got you got his message which is fantastic so given our current situation the elders would like to move ahead with some building options which would require borrowing I have prepared a, a chart for you with with f four options that we um, can considered I'm going to ask the elders now to go ahead and, and pass out those charts. I want you to have them. I want you to be able to take those home and digest them. Because I'm going to put them on the screen here in just a moment in a little bit different uh, form. Um, but I want you to be able to think about this and, and pray about this. Uh, some of you are numbers people and you'll gobble this right up. Some of you will look at that and immediately dispose of it. Sorry, David, there are no pictures on the chart. Okay, you don't have to, I'm, gonna, I'm going to walk us um, um, through that because there is, um, there is some explaining that I, that I need to do for e each one of these. So you, let me just go ahead and, and draw your attention. This is kind of, you can follow along as, as I go through that. Under option one, what you see is our current indebtedness. You see, we, have a, we currently have a loan with the Alliance Development Fund with an outstanding balance of $505,000. This loan is, is a long-term loan. It's comprised of a number of items to include the extra money that we needed after we sold our building downtown to be able to move in here. We didn't sell that for as much as we needed to buy this place. Plus, we had to do about $300,000 of upfit um, uh, here um, and so we, we, needed, we needed to borrow um, some money. Uh, it includes two pieces of land that we subsequent, subsequently um, bought. The gravel area out front that is not yet paved right there at the, uh, at the entrance. And then the three acres in, in the back uh, of the building, which has now been turned into parking. That ADF loan, $505,000, is currently, I don't have this on your chart, but is currently at 5.85% and has a monthly payment of $5,100. Okay, we've had that. Um, that that payment does not come out of our building fund. That payment comes out of our general fund. It's budgeted. Okay, that's important that you know that. The second loan that you see is the balance on our construction loan again to erect the steel building out front. This loan is with First Citizens, uh, who are our current bankers, and we are uh, making interest-only payments right now in the amount of about $2,100 a month. Uh, the loan, uh, again, construction loan is at 3.5%, but construction loans are short-term. This one comes due in 2013. 
So, option one, you need to understand, we must do, we have to do option one, is to consolidate our current debt and take out a loan for $1.2 million. The rate uh, would be 4.95%. For those of you interested, that's on a 20-year AM with a seven-year balloon. Um, the payment would be about $7,900 a month. Again, we have to do that. We're currently doing $7,100 a month. Um, already doing it. Are you with me? Option two which the elders feel is the absolute minimum that we must do is to complete the exterior of our new building. Based on your giving, we have already released the builders to do about $200,000 worth of construction out front. This is paid for. We have the money in the bank. The estimated cost for completing the exterior of the building is about a million dollars. So subtracting the $200,000, we would... That we've already released, that we're already having the bank, we would need about 800, a loan of about $800,000. Add that to our $1.2 million of current debt, we would need a loan of about $2 million, which would incur a payment of $13,000 a month, which is about $5,000 more than option one. Okay, option one, we're already doing. Option, we have to do, we have to consolidate it, but we're already making those payments. Option two, and most of that is budgeted, option two would be to consolidate it and add $800,000 for a $2 million loan, payment of $13,000. Now, why do we elders think that this is the absolute minimum? Three very important reasons. First, to protect um, our current investment. You understand that the steel structure was not intended to be exposed to the elements for an indefinite period of time. Second, as a matter of testimony, we, we believe the building, while not fully completed, would look much better to the community, like we're doing something. And third, it would be an encouragement to us to accomplish this substantive work. It would look, it w- it would look really nice. But looking nice is not really where we want to be. We want to strongly recommend Option two, we feel we've got to do. Option three is what we want to strongly recommend. That is, not only borrow enough money to complete the outside of the building, but to complete the educational space and that large foyer, all of which, pending town approval, we could then use. This would cost about $2.2 million, backing out that $200,000 we're in the bank that we've already released, adding to our current debt would result in the $2 million to our current debt of $1.2 would result in a $3.2 million loan with a monthly payment of $21,000. Now, don't pass out. That sounds like a lot, but I have some things for you to consider. First, we're already going to be paying almost $8,000 a month, which means we only need to come up with $13,000 more. Does anybody want to write that monthly check? Uh, okay. In our 2012 campaign alone, our giving to just the 2012, I'm not talking about the three previous years, just since December, our giving to the building program has been about $50,000 a month. Even if you back out 
those year-end gifts, which I trust we would be able to count on at the end of this year, but even if you back that out, our monthly giving to the building program has been $30,000 a month. This would be $21,000 a month, 5000 of which is budgeted in the general fund. That means in our current, uh, at our current giving, we could easily handle the debt. Not only that, we could pay it off early. By the way, we do have option four on the chart, but we are not recommending it. Option four would be to complete the building, but that would leave us a monthly payment of almost $30,000, we think, too high. Numbers are there, not going to go over those. We're not recommending that at all. Why are we strongly recommending the third option resulting in finished educational space but also a $3.2 million loan? First, we need the space. We are running out of educational space for children. We desperately need um, spa uh, space for adult education on Sunday mornings to form those community groups. I, I, I just want to tell you that we've had people visit Alliance who have been looking for adult ed classes, and the reason cited for not staying here um, is that. This is, a, this, is a, this, is a, this is not only a cultural expectation, it is a need that we have um, in our body. Second, we feel like spending all that we have spent to this point, $2 million, and spending another million dollars to do the outside, which we really need to do, and end up with a structure that we cannot use, maybe for years, would be quite discouraging. We want to get to the point that we can use at least some of the building. Third, frankly, money is very cheap right now. We can borrow at an unbelievably low rate, and we think we should borrow cheap money because it would be wise and move into space that we can use. Again, we have already demonstrated an ample ability, I'm going to say that again for my banker who, our banker who is here, an ample ability to be able to repay um, this loan. So, that is a lot of information. And now we want to hear from you. Maybe you have some questions or comments Maybe the elders do because maybe I've missed something that's not uh, uh, improbable since I actually prepared all of this this afternoon after this morning. But, but I'll ask you, uh, I, I, this is your opportunity. Write some questions down, put it in a card, give it to one of the elders. That's fine. They'll get it to me. Or if you feel comfortable coming to one of the um, microphones and asking the question. No doubt the question that you have, someone else has um, in the body. Let me start by priming the pump. Do, do you think, do you think that educational space is, a, is our greatest need? Do you think that educational space would help us to fulfill our mission and develop fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ? And frankly, do you think borrowing money right now with rates as low as they are is prudent? I want you to understand that ultimately this decision lies with the elders. 
but we dare not strike out on our own if the church family is not with us. And so it's important to us that we hear from you. So, I'm done. That's the, the, the formal part of my um, presentation. Your opportunity to ask questions, um, my opportunity to answer without written responses, which could always be interesting. Mike? this on Dean thanks I don't have a question we worship a God that's able to do anything and we're asking to use the money that he already owns I think while we have this group of people here we ought to pray for God to provide us with that money immediately with no loan and let him show us how grateful he really is And I, and, and I will um, say, again, wasn't a question, but I will say that the elders um, have been praying um, that God would provide. Um, we, we've been doing that very faithfully. We met um, this evening um, uh, before this gathering uh, to spend some time uh, praying together. Uh, Scott, option three. What's the time to completion on that if we go through? Uh, that's an excellent question. Time to completion. If we turn them loose um, right now, if, if, we, if we could get our, uh, uh, the bankers and the town of Boone to, to sign off on everything, uh, which should happen relatively quickly, um, we, we would turn them loose. And it's, it, it's likely, Dean, the end of this year, that it would all be completed by the end of 2012. So uh, you look vaguely familiar, uh, Rick. If, <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's good to be back. It's good. It is great to have you back. So, um, I, I just was pondering, you know, the, the length of time, if we had to wait till we have the cash to pay for all this, it's going to take how many years? A dozen uh, years. Okay. And, and that's not taking into consideration escalating uh, uh, inflation, escalating prices. Well, that's my, that's my question. What's going to cost more, paying a lower rate of interest? to complete the project or pay the higher rate of inflation on the materials or along the years to complete it. Yeah. Sounds like you've been an elder. That's the exact um, discussion. That is one of the exact discussions that we had was that we felt like that with money is, is as cheap as it is right now, uh, um, banks are almost giving it away. In fact, our banker told us he would give it to us, but he has to charge us a little. And um, you can pray for him. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, but, but the idea is that we run the risk of, uh, uh, if we go out a dozen years uh, of, of, of not being able to afford this. And we feel like the, we have this window of opportunity that we should, that we would be wise, wise stewards. So, so thank you for that. Right. So, Dave? Hi, Scott. I appreciate the, the elders putting this together. I've had a lot of, when, I was, when Dan was torturing me, we had, I knew you were doing a lot of meetings together. Uh, just a couple clarifying questions, mm -hmm. just so I understand how it works. If, uh, uh, let's say we did go with option three, yes. does that mean that uh, the payment of that would now move to the general fund and we just kind of would do away with the building fund? That, 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 is, an, that is an excellent question. That is, that is a very excellent question, because the answer is yes and no. Okay. <laughs> Next. Uh, no. <laughs> Our current general fund only has budgeted 
And, and you know, we are, a, what, what is that called when a budget, we don't, we don't have, we're not, we're not pocketing any money. Um, uh, our current budget uh, on the, in the general fund is only $5,000 a month, $5,100 to be exact, to, for the ADF loan. And so in order for us to be able to do this, we have to continue to give to the building campaign um, to make up the extra um, 16, basically it's $16,000 a month. So we would, that's, this is one of the reasons that we've had this meeting, because we're saying to the church family, okay, this is what we believe we should do, but that means that we're going to have to keep giving to, to the building fund. Uh, we have not discussed whether we would, whether we would break that out, um, but I, I think we have discussed that we would like to get commitments. In fact, one of the things our banker wants is, uh, is the regulators want, not actually our banker, the regulators want a three-year commitment as opposed to a one-year commitment, but we would need to continue to give to the building fund. Long, long answer, uh, uh, short, short. The, the other question, this is, was more just my curiosity of how the dynamics of how thing, things work. Um, I think you set forth a plan that, that, that makes a lot of sense, that, that the risk, you know, makes, you know, it, it's a, I uh, can't think of the word, but it's, it's a fair risk, it's a fair risk. But let's say, whatever reason, the, the economy tanks and all of a sudden we default on the loan, who ultimately is responsible? Is it the trustees or... Who does the bankers go after? The state of North Carolina does not have, does not recognize the office of trustee anymore. Um, and so um, the, the, the bank would not come after the individual members. Um, if we defaulted on the loan, much like a, a mortgage, we would hand them the keys to the, to the building, um, you know, and, and, and move out. Okay. So. Thank you. Yeah. Great. Great questions, by the way. Uh, I know you took option four, or kind of say it's just there for completeness, I guess. Um, I want to just, just with the limited amount of time to think about this, it occurs to me that the design of this is such that you've got a building with worship and children and adult Sunday school, but we're going to have a logistics issue in people movement if the worship center isn't completed. And right now we're already constrained in the stairwell. Um, so just, I'm sure you guys have talked about that too. Yes, but, we have. <laughs> <laughs> that, but, but it just, it, the other thing, a couple other things, it, just to throw them out. Let okay, 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 me just answer. Yeah. Very insightful. V very insightful. Thank you. Yes, we know that that's going to be a challenge. W we're not sure exactly at this point uh, you, you can't re-engineer the stairwell. That's a problem. Uh, but uh, what, we, what we would do is, is well, I don't know. <laughs> but we, ha we do recognize that it's a challenge. This is our, this is our, our best answer. We, we have talked about maybe opening up from the upstairs, from that foyer, uh, building a, a stairwell down so that we could actually use this entrance here. We, we've talked about that. We've got a number of things, a number of ideas. We do recognize, and, and yeah, I just very insightful. The eye towards growth and what that, yeah. it's almost like constricting it there with Agreed. cheap money. Yeah. Anyway, that's why I just want to throw that out. Yeah, thank Thanks. you.
I was wondering what happens at the end of the seven-year balloon. Great, great question. Um, it is a seven-year balloon, and what, uh, and, and what that means is at the end of seven years, the loan comes due, which means you renegotiate the terms. Seven years, there is the potential that rates could, um, that, that rates could rise. W we understand that. But given our giving history, um, we, we feel fairly confident that we, could have, we would have substantially um, reduced that loan. Um, e even if we're making, it's a 20-year amortization, but it, it, at current rates of giving, and, and we, let me back up, we believe that this is going to allow us opportunity to grow again, worship center notwithstanding, opportunity to grow again. And as we continue to give, give toward the building campaign, uh, if we give at current rates, um, we would sub substantively pay down that loan. But at the end of seven years, whatever is left on a 20-year AM, whatever is left, we would then have to renegotiate the, the terms. And, and likely what you do is you, re, you know, renegotiate at another 20-year AM at another five- or seven-year um, balloon. I, I will tell you, many of you know that I was in uh, banking, uh, did some lending in my uh, past um, evil life. And um, and uh, a seven-year a seven-year seven balloon is very gracious, and, and we're very and we're very thankful for that. So, yeah. Scott, um, you know, I'd just like to uh, first of all say how much we appreciate the leadership of this church, and I'm sure I can speak for the congregation. The fact that we're even here having this discussion, yeah. that that the elders and, and pastors of this church haven't already made that decision, I think speaks volumes, and is one of the reasons we have so much confidence in this church and its leadership. So, so thank you uh, for providing us this opportunity to have this input. A um, couple of thoughts that I had. Um, one is our family is, is, is prepared uh, to give uh, on a yearly basis, and it's, it's simply uh, that we can't over a period. I like this because it's an opportunity for us to give over an extended period of time. We can't necessarily give what we want to give, in a period of one, two, or three years, but we do, we are prepared already to be committed to give uh, over the next five, six or years or decade. And I assume that, there, that many of the other families in the church are in a similar position. And so it just makes sense that this provides an opportunity for us to be able to do so. Um, the second thought that I had, and curious on what, you, what your thoughts are about this, is um, as you spoke earlier about the opportunity to um, develop the educational center, and the, the, the question I have is, you know, obviously if people are already leaving because, or not coming to our church because that opportunity is not made available to them, uh, it seems to me, and again, I know we don't want to count our eggs before they're hatched, but it seems to me that um, if those opportunities uh, open up, then that's likely going to result in growth of the church, which then may also both create enthusiasm over the new building and the new opportunities that we can provide to the community, but also re just result simply in, in, in increased numbers that could potentially give. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering what your thoughts are about that. Th that's our hope. Uh, in fact, we've already added to the membership application um, at the end that if you join after tonight, <laughs> then you've got to fund the worship center. Uh, 
But no, yes, Tim, that is, that's, a great, uh, that's a great point. We, we, we do believe. Um, please understand that we're not trying to make, we're not trying to make a financial decision solely. We are trying to make a spiritual decision. So, so what, I appreciate the question, and yes, we've talked about that. Provided opportunity for growth, reaching more people with the gospel of Jesus Christ equals more givers. That sounds so um, self-serving, but that's not self-serving because for two reasons. Number one, we want to reach more people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And number two, God provides us the opportunity with the grace of giving. Giving is something that we are privileged to do as followers of Jesus Christ. And so, yes, we believe that's going to provide opportunity for growth. And yes, we believe that um, funding this will, will not be an issue for us. A last thought that I, uh, thought that I have, and this is uh, maybe humorous to some people, but, but it, it seems you know, I, that the idea of completing part of the building that makes sense. We're also trying to balance good stewardship with what we can do. But I know for me personally, if we do that, every day that I walk past that first floor is going to be motivation for me. Amen. And I'll have to admit, just my, you know, it's, it's going to motivate me to give. And, and uh, I think it might serve that function for, for the rest of us. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. I want to say two things about that. First of all, that's good that you like the educational space being completed um, first as an idea because it was your partner's idea. So, so that was good. And then um, the, the second thing um, that I would say is th we have talked about that. And people are more motivated to give toward a future need than they are, you know, p paying off a, a mortgage, you know, if we, if we paid off, if we did the whole thing. People go, okay, we're, we're in, so let, let someone else pay for it. We need to pay for it. And so that's a good point. Thank you. God, I'd like to echo Tim's appreciation for the efforts that you all have put in, and I've, I'm sure I don't have an inkling of the time and effort you spend in trying to uh, come to a decision and a plan, a recommendation. I, I guess I have two questions. One, what, what specific biblical principles have the elders identified in going forward with the recommending that we borrow? Mm -hmm. And the second is how... How exactly will the elders make the decision? Okay, two very good questions. Um, first of all, as far as biblical principles, as, as far as we understand borrowing in, in the Scripture, the idea is borrowing beyond the ability to repay. And when the Scripture talks about owing no man anything, it's not talking about, we, we believe, that that does not preclude borrowing, but it precludes borrowing um, what you have no intention or no ability to be able to repay. Um, the um, second um, uh, question, um, what, 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 how are we going to make the decision? That's a great question. Um, ultimately, uh, as the um, men given the task of, of leading this church family, we feel an, an enormous responsibility um, to do that, to do that well, and um, and to do that wisely, and to do that biblically. I appreciate the question. Um, and and so as we have prayed and, and 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 talked about it and thought about it, and talked about it and prayed and f f for years, 
um, we really felt like that we were at a point where we needed to hear from you. We, we, we really felt like that while the decision, we need to make the decision, we felt like that if the church family was, was saying, you guys are crazy, you guys are, are, are nuts, in fact, give me the ballot, we're voting you out, right? Because elders are, there is an affirmation vote. Uh, it, it, we felt like that if this was, it was kind of a response, then, then we needed to, to listen again because we believe that God will speak to the church family as, as much as he will speak to us. And so we're looking for unity. We're looking for a spirit of unity and the bond of peace. We're looking for uh, an affirmation. We're not going to put it to a vote, um, but we're not a congregational body. Um, we, we are a, an elder-led body. But this meeting, and this is the reason that we have stressed for weeks the importance of the church family being here. And I'm so thankful that so many of you are here. Um, but but w it was very important to us at this juncture to hear from you. V very important. And, and, and we're going to take your questions and your comments. We have not, we've talked to bankers and we've talked to builders. We have released no further work. We have signed no loan papers. I'll be very clear about that. We wanted to talk to you first and get a sense of where we were as a church family. Does that help? Scott, maybe I can just Thank address you. Uh, uh, some more thoughts I've had about the biblical principles in, in borrowing. And I suspect if we were to all make it uh, transparent tonight how many of us paid for our houses uh, debt-free. Uh, there wouldn't be many of us able to, to do that. Uh, that doesn't make something right or wrong necessarily, but here's, here's how I've approached this, this business uh, decision uh, in a spiritual context of uh, what the Bible says about debt. Clearly, um, there is uh, a lot negative that's said about getting into debt. You know, don't, don't co-sign, don't uh, obligate yourself for somebody else's stuff. <clears throat> uh, try to pay your, your obligations as you go and so forth. But the law uh, does not preclude borrowing. In fact, it explicitly indicates that Israelites were to lend to those in need. And so it's not precluded, it's not illegal, it's not sin uh, to borrow, in my opinion, as I read the scriptures. Uh, secondly, Prudence in community life means that you're observing your opportunities and the issues before you. Trusting God for our daily bread is what we pray in the Lord's Prayer. Give us today our daily bread. And that's why so much emphasis is placed on the fact that the pattern God has shown us through us, the body, is that we have the capacity by His grace to have our daily bread on a monthly basis in the economics. That's prudence, that's counting the cost of the tower before it's begun and identifying whether we have the ability based on what God has shown us at this point. As investors in the practical sense and the stewardship of our resources individually and collectively, we can't say that borrowing would be wrong if we are willing to lend our money to someone else. I'll let that sink in just a little bit. I have in my investment portfolio bonds 
that pay me an interest rate. It means I can't believe that borrowing is sin if I'm willing to lend my money on interest to someone else. Now, you might take issue with that, and I'll be glad to talk with you about it. But we can't play both sides of this fence. That, to me, would be improper stewardship of thought. And so those are kind of my, uh, the way I've come to this. I, you know, when we started out on this four years ago talking, I was, frankly, I was opposed to it. And we did a round robin thing in the elders, and I made my objections based on other things I thought were more important and valuable. Over time, the Lord has given to me the grace to embrace this project and to believe it is worthy, and it is a mortgage on a home for a family. And God will give us our daily bread as we continue to walk in obedience together in unity with him. Thank you. Thank you very much, Steve. Uh, a, a couple of um, uh, thoughts about that, or, or at least one, um, uh, a couple of thoughts about that. Even when you put your money in a bank, you understand when I was in banking, we called it OPM, other people's money. I mean, you put your money in and, and then people lend it out. And then the, the second thing I would say, thanks for reminding me about borrowing in the Old Testament. Very, very, very true. And in fact, at, sev- at the end of seven years, I'm going to go back to Michelle's question. At the end of seven years, what happened? The debts were forgiven. So I'm going to go back to Michelle's question since we have Christian bankers at the end of seven years. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that, that whatever's left will be wiped out. So, Luke. I don't know, this might be out of, outside of the box, but um, I, and I don't even know if it's possible, or you guys probably have already talked about it, but uh, do we have maybe one or two or ten people here who might be able to come up with $2 million and lend it to the church at 1% interest or 2% interest or even 0% interest, or is that even an option? Is that not biblical or I don't know? you want to answer that one, Steve? <laughs> well, in, interest-free loans have been a part of, uh, obviously, that was what God intended. Uh, depending on how you interpret usury in the Old Testament, uh, some believe it meant no interest at all. Others meant not exorbitant interest. So um, you have to sort out where you land on that. But interest-free loans or low interest rate loans, certainly those are options. Uh, the, the, the reality is, though, when you've got legal contracts and things, you want to do things decently and in order and uh, so that all the expectations are laid out. And if something like that were to be done, it would need to be done carefully, um, structured properly, and certainly it's a, it's a possibility. That's fantastic. In fact, Steve will be right over here for those of you that have that $2 million. And uh, he'll be happy to dr- – he's a lawyer uh, and works in donor ministries. He would be happy to draw those contracts up for you. So, First, I want to thank you. I think I'm very impressed with the thoughtful, prayerful, transparent process that the elders and you have gone through in – really clearly conveying this vision. So thank you for that. A question I had in my mind was similar to the first question that was asked tonight of God being all-powerful, being able to give us all that we need. And if we need that right now, wouldn't he give it to us? And I've seen so much in life how often the way God works is through believers, through the church, through his family. And so my question was, yeah, God could do that, and is he asking to do that through us? If we believe that this is the right vision, if we see this as reaching out to our community, investing in the eternity of those around us, 
shouldn't we take the loan, build the building, and pay it off now? And uh, you may ask, who, who are you to ask that question? And I, I wrestled whether to share this or not, but I, I wanted to because um, I think it's important from perspective. We did our taxes this year. The federal poverty level is somewhere around 28000 for a family of five. We came in significantly below that, but God has been amazingly faithful this year. And uh, I think that if someone struggling like that is willing to commit uh, see the vision of what it means to, what are we investing our money in? Um, I see this as an opportunity to invest this in something incredibly significant. And so I look at that possibility of let's do this, let's pay for it now. I think God has given us the means in this church, and if we prioritize, we can sacrifice correctly to invest in that, in the significance in the lives of others around us. Thank you. Pastor. Just to let you in on uh, the life of the elders at this church, one of the things that we have noticed in the last four months or so since we, as an el- we, we were stuck in the fall, to be honest with you, about what should we do going forward. We had this three-year campaign. Uh, we didn't raise the money that we thought we were going to raise. How do we move ahead? And so there were a few months there where we were seeking the Lord and trying to figure out, do we move? Do we stop? What do we do? Since we as an elder board made the decision to, to kind of move forward and we're going to explore options, we're going to feel like the Lord is calling us to continue this building process, I want to encourage you that the general fund giving has dramatically increased. Yes, it has. And to us as an elder board, We felt that was one of God's signs to us. As we took a step into the waters of the Jordan, he has been bringing in, through your giving, more money than was coming in to the general fund. And if you read your bulletin each week, we're we're very close to income meeting expenses. This time last year, that was not the case. So just to share some of what we've been observing and, and praising the Lord for, uh, we've seen lots of things like that, of how God has been directing us in this path. And so I wanted to follow up with what Dan shared. Thank you. Marty? I just kind of like to consider all the options that are out there. And I think I heard you mentioning that giving was about 30000 a month for the mm-hmm. uh, building fund. Was that, was that right? S- since the beginning of January, S- yes. Not counting that. So I, I, I am wondering... Uh, I'm not advocating, I'm just wondering why we feel we wouldn't be able to handle the monthly payment in option four. It seems to me if the decision is to go forward or not, the decision to go forward part way is conservative, it's not inappropriate, but I'd just like to understand why it's three and not four that's being proposed. I love a man who asks and answers the question at the same time because the answer is we're just trying to be conservative. We, we, I mean, we, we really are. You got, you got a lot of, uh, and I, I count this as a, I count this as a, a blessing of God on us as a church. We have a lot of very conservative elders who want to be very prudent and, and, and wise stewards. 
to answer the question very specifically. Um, we, we, we committed early on to try and do this as debt-free as possible. I, I never said we were going to do it debt-free. I, what I did say was that we would do it as monies came in and would not unduly encumber the church family, okay? Now, our, our concern is that by encumbering ourselves to, to that amount would, would perhaps border unduly encumbering. It would require that all of us continue to give at this level that we've been doing, and I know some of us have been giving sacrificially for the next 20 years. And we might be able to pay it off sooner if God were to provide. And, of course, he is providing. I don't want to make that sound like he's not providing. He is. We just felt like that that was pushing, pushing the envelope a little bit. The other concern that we had is that um, again, and who was it that said this? Uh, Tim said it. Every time he would walk by and, and be reminded we could be in a worship center, it's a motivation to give more. People are more motivated to give. We are more motivated to give towards something that we need as opposed to something that we already have. That's a little bit of a concern that we have. The last thing that I would say um, is that our bankers have told us we can't borrow that much money. <laughs> really? But we, I don't want it to just be a financial decision. I want it to be, a, I, I mean, we really are trying to think why stewardship, we want to be godly about this and stuff. So it, it wasn't just, um, when we asked them how much can we borrow, and when they told us, option four wasn't an option. Unless, who was it that said, we, if we could just come up with a $2 million, Luke, I think, if we could just come up with a $2 million right now, that'd be great. We'd go ahead and finish the auditorium. Do the whole thing. Susan? Well, I just have a comment. Mm -hmm. it, um, it always breaks my heart when people are left out. And... Um, when you mentioned that we're not going to have an elevator, then I immediately think of my friends who um, won't be able to go to the classes upstairs. And they're more, I mean, it, I've always just really wished that we had a van for the people that, you know, Apple Cart doesn't come here. And I know of several people who can't come to church because they don't have a way to get here. And my dream is a, you know, handicapped accessible van. Amen. But um, for people who can actually get here to not even be able to get to some of the classes, that's not acceptable to me. I know it's a small, um, you know, population of people, but um, each one created by God and super important to him. Thank you. I, I will tell you, the elders certainly did not want, you know, they don't want, and, you know, I mean, you had the elders here, and that's wonderful, and uh, I, I won't make any commitments, but sounds like we're going to have an elevator. We are a growing population. Mm -hmm. <laughs> old, old, old. 
I'm here by the grace of God. I might need one of those wheelchairs, you know, and a way to get up there. Um, I, I just want, there's another thought in my mind. When you walk by that empty space, wondering if you might also think, oh, it isn't finished. Uh, second thought. Um, if indeed it's true that we add the educational spaces and more people come and get excited, where are you going to put them? Um, going that, that, four that, services? Yes, uh, perhaps. You know, uh, the, the question is, if we grow, because we now have yeah. educational space, what are we going to do? Um, there is room um, in the first service right now, and there actually is a little bit of room in the, in the third. There is not room in the second. But you, I'm in theater. I can't get up that early in the morning. So we have um, discussed, in fact, we already had discussions um, back when third service was a little bit more full than it is now. There has been a little, um, I'll just be honest with you, I'm the numbers guy, it's been a little um, uh, regression. Um, but there was some discussion when second and third services were, were, were kind of full about adding a fourth service. We have the capacity to be able to do that. question is when and, yeah. you know. Sure. Well, over the years, as we struggled as a church mm -hmm. about growing and we would grow and then go away and grow again, John L. West, John R. West, Max Dowell, all of those men, there was a great feeling that this church possessed uh, a special amount of faith that God would supply. And you step out in the water and you walk on it. And if you're filled with him. The difference between number three and number four, to me, seems to be $8,400. Let me just address the elevator thing just a little bit. It doesn't mean that we're abandoning the plans to have that at some no. point. Oh, no, no. It's and just during this uh, option three, it would not be completed at this time, so it would be later. One of the things that I was just thought about is that with the opening up of the uh, educational space for the children, the new space, that uh, we do have handicapped accessibility at this back level and that we could maybe uh, arrange a room uh, or two downstairs uh, for that type of uh, educational space for handicap. So it's, not, it's just meaning there wouldn't be an elevator to the second floor but we could certainly address that issue with, uh, in a different way and hold off until we get the elevator done. Right. Thank you. Lee. Does anybody have a card you want to turn in? Sure. We have seven minutes to meet my time commitment. So. Yeah, Dane might cut us off completely. That would be a disaster, wouldn't it? Uh, Scott, if... If, as we've heard from different people say tonight about the, uh, between the borrowing and giving and doing all that, if we got into phase three and did that, and all of a sudden you did have the money available, do would it just be an automatic, we're going to go to phase four? And Hallelujah. We're just going to yes. just do that. Okay. Yeah. That's just one question. By the end of 2012. <laughs> the man from down under. Um, right, yes, yeah, so and my thinking might be upside down, so I apologize. Um, 
<laughs> we're, we're actually I, used to that. So. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Oh. Anyway, the, I, I guess I was wondering, like, so say we go option three, we get the, that part done. Mm -hmm. And what, it, I mean, it's kind of like at that point, if we're at that level of giving and we end up finding ourselves at another meeting like this, like, well, okay, um, now we need to give more. If we've got, I, I guess I kind of wonder why, like I know that we can only give what we can, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I'm kind of wonder, is there any way we can go ahead and give what we can to get option four done? Because if we find ourselves in this same place when we're done with option three, mm -hmm. we're gonna have to give more to finish off the building. And so, I mean, I, I don't know things like like everybody else knows things here. I've, I'm quite inexperienced on things, but that's just kind of what I wonder, so. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, um, and that wasn't upside down at all. Um, I, I appreciate all of the, uh, all of the questions about, about the worship center, and um, we would love, we would love to be able to finish the worship center. Uh, it, it would be it would be great to we could go back to two services. I, I'm hoping for like you know a couple of months, and then go back to three. Yeah, it, it would be great if we could do that. And if um, our response as a church body is that we give more, um, so that we can build uh, do option four, uh, the elders will certainly um, prayerfully consider that. Um, I, I will say that in order for us um, to even be considered by our Christian banker for option four, we would have to commit um, for three years, um, we'd have to commit for three years to give at current or even greater, is that true? Yeah, even greater levels. It would be, it would be very challenging for us to be able to borrow um, that much money. It would not be challenging to complete, to do option four if we you see, the, the, the lenders have their, their ratios, and they have to do all. They have to run all the numbers, the debt to income ratios and debt to net worth ratios, and they have to do all of that stuff. And so, it would be very difficult for us to borrow that much money. It would not be difficult for us to finish the worship center if we borrowed three point two million dollars and gave monthly to support that debt, and gave an extra million and a half to do the worship center. We could do that then. Has the uh, inspections department given any indicator at all as to what point of completion the worship center would have to be in order to get a CO for the entire building? Yeah, thank you very much. Great question. Excellent question. Uh, but th that gives me an opportunity to, to make an announcement I wanted to make earlier. Here, here's the challenge with, with the, uh, the building, uh, with the town of Boone. Um, you know, a, a certificate of occupancy, a CO, is given when the building is completed, all right? We've presented plans that were approved by the town of Boone for this building. We've now gone back and asked them to amend those plans to include giving us a CO if it's only partially completed. We don't think that that's going to be an issue, but we do believe that we're going to have to present a plan to them that, that answers, dots every I and crosses every T, that answers every possible safety or security uh, building code, all of those issues. So, this is what I want to talk to you about, right? Um, we, the, our builders have asked us in, in, in a couple of weeks, 
on a Tuesday night, perhaps a week from this Tuesday or two weeks from this Tuesday, to meet, to, to bring some, some people together who have worked with the town of Boone, who have done building, um, who, who, Mike, who, who know some of these things to help. The, not, not, we don't have to write the plan. Our, our, our builders have to write a plan to help. We live here. They don't live here. We know the town of Boone. And so to get us together to write a plan that they would read through and say, yes, every possible scenario has been um, um, considered, and yes, we can approve a partially completed building. It's likely going to include, if we don't do the worship center, that we will have to build a semi-permanent wall between the foyer and the worship center. It's going to have to be sprinkled, and because it's going to have to be sprinkled, it's going to have to be heated, and then there can be no access, which means it's likely going to have to be a semi-permanent wall, which means there's not even going to be a doorway from the foyer into the worship center. It'll be kind of like going to um, um, Dominican Republic. When you go to the Dominican Republic and look at the Dominican Republic map, they don't even have Haiti on it. It would, it would not be there. And that's basically what they ask, would ask us to do. I had two questions. Okay. Um, one was, like, if we do it in stages like, you know, option two and then move to option three, is that going to create extra expense doing it in pieces like that? That's the first question. The second question, is it possible we have a fifth option, which would be kind of a modified version of just going, I have a tendency to be most conservative. So say like we did option two, but if the giving was over and above that, then that would be an encouragement to move to option three. Yeah, that, that's, that's a great, both are those are fantastic questions. Number one, the answer simply is yes. We have already incurred some additional expenses by starting, stopping, and then having to start again. We, we, we already have. When you have... Um, uh, when you have contractors who have to come and then leave, take their equipment and leave, we have, it's not been exorbitant. It's not been, it's been a few thousand dollars. I don't even mean tens of thousands. It's been a, f a few thousand dollars. So yes, to break it out is more um, costly. Um, secondly, great question. Um, could we start on two, see if the giving, giving continues so that we can release them for, for three? Um, my answer to that is we already have a three-and-a-half-year history to be encouraged. I believe we're already at that point where that we can have the confidence that we have the history to be able to say option three. Does that help? Dan? Uh, just a couple quick questions. One would be uh, it's a little bit hard to totally understand the cost implications here because we really don't have the full budget at least to look at and understand. Right financially what this means to where we are and what we've been doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, we do see that in the bulletin, but it doesn't totally address, you know, what's coming in and what's needed. Uh, the second one is uh, what about work that could be done by the people in the church? Yeah. You know, some people may not be able to give as much as they'd like, but they may be able to give of their time. Yeah, that's uh, this, this question. Yeah. fix the chairs a few weeks ago, I guess it was, and painted uh, a lot of the oasis area. There were a lot of people showed up and did a lot of work. We got a lot of people in this church with a lot of skills that can mm -hmm. do various things, even as much as that builder can. Right. Uh, while it does cut into his profits and bottom line, 
we certainly ought to be looking at what work we could do that would save money because sometimes some of that's a lot of difference. Amen. Um, um, third, okay. one more item if I okay. can. I'll, I'll, I'll try to. <laughs> okay, try to yeah, we that. come back to the. Okay. Sorry, I'm not trying to. Uh, no, that's right. Third item is at a church we used to attend many years ago, twice a year annually, they would do a debt reduction mm -hmm. offering uh, just toward debt, or in this case, could be toward building. And they actually budgeted the church budget for that day also went to that offering. So basically, I guess the budget was based on 50 weeks of offering versus 52. But it was a real commitment by the people to pay down the debt Amen. on this building, and it did work, and it significantly, it, it paid off a multi-million dollar building in like five years. That's fantastic. So that's a great idea. Yeah. I, I think, yes, uh, let me answer the third one. Uh, that's certainly something that we could um, uh, discuss. Second question, um, which was also the one that was handed to me written. Y yes, we have talked to our builders. Is it possible for us to do some of the work? The answer is yes. How however, there are liability issues, okay, um, that, that they have to address. And um, it, it has to do with, do you want to answer this? You might be better, Steve, are you better suited to answer this question for me? Well, I, think, I think the main thing is they, they, they have to be responsible for the finished product. Right. It's got to meet code and, and all of that. And so any volunteer labor, they made it clear they're happy to work with volunteers, but they need to approve them. That, so that, that was there, it, yeah. There will be a process by which volunteers can come forward and skills can be employed, and that will reduce the cost. Okay. First question was, uh, you said, we're not sure that we have a full picture uh, I do want to. I, I do want to answer that. We give a, 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 a January or a February every year. Didn't we give that? Uh, yeah, well, I think we made that available. A, a full picture of our budget. Okay, the budget that is approved by the elders that is adhered to. I, I want you to know that because Paul Branch is our treasurer, so we adhere to that budget, and so we have that budget. Uh, uh, available for you to look at any any time that you want and what we're talking about now is i can tell you that it's 51 i have the exact number in my notebook 5100 dollars a month is budgeted in general fund for building loan and um what we have been giving to the uh growing for god's glory has been about not not about it's just under $30,000 a month, well in excess of twenty nine, almost $30,000 a month since, since January. If I include year-end, it's $50,000 a month. If I include the last three years, which I, I'm not including, it's in excess of $50,000 a month. In excess of $50,000 a month. So that, I, I, we have the track record to prove the ability um, to be able to handle this debt, Mr. Banker. Okay, this question is, what are we waiting for? Uh, that's a great question. We were waiting for this meeting. Man, these are really good questions. Uh, these are fantastic questions. I'm going to read these, and then it's 734. I'm already four minutes late, and... Um, and so I'm going to read these, and then the elders are going to be here. If you want to come and ask some elders some questions, um, they would be, we would all be delighted to answer any that you might have. Remember that also if you'd like an elder to come to a small, if you want to take them to lunch. Um, 
if you want um, uh, to have them come address your small group, they would be delighted uh, to do that. Um, clarify what a Sunday morning service might look like. Um, um, great worship, fantastic preaching. Um, it, would, it would likely, a Sunday morning, uh, we, we've already talked about, keep his hands off. We, we've already, um, we, we, we have talked a little bit about this. We would be able to, what's he doing? <laughs> we would be able to go uh, to two services um, to start with. And likely we're, we're looking at a time frame uh, 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 where there would be a, a service, uh, some time in between, and a second service, and adult ed classes would be offered both of those services. They would be um, back-to-back. We would not have service, Sunday school service. We would not do that. We would do um, two um, services, much like we do now, but instead of three, it would, be, it would be two with adult ed classes, different adult ed classes going on at, at, uh, during each of those um, services. As far as the time, we're not at the point where we've, uh, where we've talked about specific times. Uh, I mean, we have, uh, but the elders haven't talked about it. Uh, but likely we'd be looking at something like a, a 9 or 9.30 service and then a, uh, a, a 10.30 or an 11 o'clock service. Isn't that right, Master of Ceremony, the boss? He, he really, you do understand that he really is in charge. Okay. <laughs> Just ask him. Um, uh, uh, will there still be three services? I answer that too. Uh, what, uh, when would adult education classes occur Sunday morning during those times? Will there be ample room in the architectural plan to allow for a community commons area larger than our current area? Dean, did you hear that? Will, will uh, there be ample room in the archi- and architectural plan to allow for community commons area larger than our current commons? Okay, next question. That's the foyer. I mean, that gets back to the question about people movement and, and some of the challenges that we have there. We recognize we have challenges. We try to build a building that's conservative as, 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 as conservatively as we could. The foyer area would, would provide an opportunity for, for people. Right now, you leave, you got to go. There's no place. I mean, you can't stand in that foyer. You have to leave. And um, so now that foyer would be a, would be a place that's not going to hold 1,000 people, but it would hold several hundred. And it, and it, it would be a place where people could could gather. It would be a common area that we could use outside of Sunday morning. We've also talked about um, where is the, the, the commons because, you know, kids minister, children's ministers grown and taken over everything. They'd likely take over the commons. And so uh, where would the new common area be? Well, it would be the foyer. And we've talked about, this is just in infantile stages, we talked about perhaps turning our current lunchroom into a coffee shop. I know that's not very large, but turning it into a coffee shop um, that would uh, handle some of the overflow um, from the foyer area. But you'd have to kind of walk down some hallways to get to it. Okay. Right, right. Uh, well, ultimately, when we're, when we're done, uh, when we're done, um, 
then we're going to have this space that we'll actually be able to use as a, as a gym and a fellowship hall and a fellowship area for activities outside of Sunday morning. Now, we do that now, but we are limited because we have this stage here. We, won't, we, would, we would not have this stage. This would actually become a, what are the churches called? A family, family life center. It's a gym. And, um, we, but we would actually um, be able to do that. Um, oh, yeah, okay. Okay, I do want to honor every. I, I actually have not honored uh, your time. And um, thank you um, for being here tonight. Thank you for your questions. The elders are going to be here. Um, feel free to stay as, as long as you want. They said they'd be here till midnight if you'd like. Um, stay as long as you want uh, and, and make appointments uh, with them if you would like. Um, I'm going to pray for us and then uh, dismiss us. Uh, if you've got children, uh, I, I told the workers 7.30, and so your kids are ca- actually crawling out the windows right now. And so if you've got children, if you could go get them right away. And then third service people, you know what I'm going to say? We've got to stack the chairs. See, this is another reason. Stack the chairs because we have Awana in here on, uh, on Wednesday night. Let me pray. Father, you are, have been so good to us in so many different ways. And, and one of the things that we have been praying for is the spirit of, of unity. And, and, and I, I've not sensed any um, uh, feelings of, of animosity or any cantankerous spirit. We, we, we really, we really want to do what you want us to do. Would you please, by your spirit, um, direct the affairs of this, your church. Make us sensitive to what you would have us to do. Thank you for your people. Thank you for their love, for the love that we have for one another, proving that we are your disciples. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Thanks. Get your kids, stack some chairs, talk to some elders.
Take her. 